Yeah, this is a question I, I ponder. Tyler, I try to stay on top of it. Does it help? I don't know. I, and I don't either. I just watched as uh, one of my neighbors was struggling, and I'm like, nah, it doesn't seem like it's really going to make much of a difference. Tyler, I blow snow in uh, six-inch increments. Uh, other questions coming in, you know, and, and maybe it's best received from my guest in this first half hour. Denise Kolpak, newly elected. Well, not really newly elected anymore. Has got a number of I'm months still in a rookie. it. Yeah. You're still a rookie. That's, you're the newbie on the commission, but uh, you know what? You've been doing a hell of a job, and we appreciate you taking some time with us on a, uh, a snow day, uh, Commissioner. It is a snow day, and firstly, big shout out to Public Works, Fire, Police, First Responders today. We just, you know, this city it runs well no matter what, and I'm so proud of all of them. And so, big, big shout out to Team Fargo. Yeah, I know they've been out getting after it uh, earlier and often, and uh, they've been asking, and I hope that uh, people have been listening as well, of just try to avoid traveling right now so they can get out and get after it and remove some of that snow. And uh, Commissioner, I had a bet with my producer, Eric Johnson, earlier uh, last week about uh, how much it costs to actually move snow and how much uh, time mm-hmm. and effort goes in. I was shortchanging it, so I, I know that this is a whole operation especially in the downtown area. So I, I do hope, I know that uh, Fargo Mayor uh, uh, Tim Mahoney did offer a, a, an emergency, a declaration earlier. So I hope people pay attention and stay off the streets. Somebody are, uh, is asking, wondering about the plows uh, and the city streets are open, but a person get far on side streets. And yeah, I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to try to reach out to Ben Dow. I understand how right. busy they are. So I'm not going to promise uh, that we'll get these individuals, but uh, that, that's on people's minds. Uh, today, but I, I'm curious, uh, Commissioner Kolpak, what's been on your mind? You, you've had a, a busy stretch. You've been out to the legislature. I know that the city commission had some conversations about the the inner workings of what they're doing in Bismarck and how that might impact uh, what you do for the city. And I'm kind of curious your first initial takeaway. You bet. So, and thanks for having me on today, Tyler. And you know, it, it's a it's obviously new for me. It just a little history. I, I I was a lobbyist for many years in Bismarck, so I have a little bit of that background. Certainly, you do too, Tyler, as a, as a former legislator. But um, you know, as a city commission, I just want to kind of level set that we're a nonpartisan elected official, and collectively, we are five. You know, we come from five very different constituencies and places, and so we're not a mini legislator ourselves, but. We do have a responsibility to get the most outcomes for the citizens of Fargo that we can, working with every legislator, no matter you know policy, no matter party party affiliation, um, to get the most results for we can for the biggest city in North Dakota. And so that's kind of been my approach: very pragmatic, understanding the issues, and what can we do that's best for all residents of Fargo. There's uh, there has been historically an attitude I think towards Fargo. Oh, and in fact, all of Cass County, we were Imperial Cass is the the reception we would get often when we're out there. And, and you're right, we're uh, in fact I think this county is a fourth of the entire state population. You still get that sense when when you're visiting with lawmakers that aren't well. And in fact, I should correct that because some of them I think are from this area. Uh, but have they understood right. the impact that that Fargo has on the state of North Dakota? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, we had our lobbyist, we had a, a brown bag session yesterday to have kind of a legislative update with the, with the commission. And she talked about the fact that there still is that perception from some. But, you know, but, you know, the more we understand the issues and the impact of Fargo to the state and the region, um, and, 
you know, it, 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 it has an impact. And I will say that um, we have many new uh, representatives who, you know, we're still understanding. I mean, this session has a number of new people there, and um, the dynamics are certainly different. And we're navigating all of that as well. So, you know, one of our biggest issues, I will say, is the Red River Water Supply Project. We've gotten traction on that, so we're monitoring that. But again, for, for your listeners, we're at half point right now. And so, you know, a lot can change between now and the end of the session as well. So we're, we're, we're watching all of that. Yeah, we're, we're halfway there. And I don't know if people, very many people are celebrating that. Oh, we're like halfway done with this. What's going to happen in the second half? But I want to ask you uh, that. Uh, I do want to ask you this, though, uh, Commissioner Kolpak, because Fargo has a, a unique way of, of electing. And I mean, you were elected yes. by this process. And this seems mm-hmm. to be, uh, it's angered someone like uh, West Fargo commi- or a legislator, Ben Koppelman. He's out there saying that, you know, Fargo, the way you're voting is unpatriotic. It's un-American. We're going to make sure that from a state level that no place else, including Fargo, can do this. Uh, how does that sit with you as a Fargo City Commissioner when the city itself and voters overwhelmingly approve that change? Yeah, 65% when you round up, and that's what you voted for this. And I, it, local control is an issue, and I, that's what, an issue certainly our entire commission is unified on. You know, we have Home Rule Charter. Um, we support and believe in local control issues and, and authority, and uh, you will continue to see the commission fight on that issue. We, the, the, the voters voted um, and spoke, and we need to honor and respect the decision of the voters. And so we're very much unified in local control issues. When you say that the city uh, is ready to continue to fight on that issue, if in fact this does pass, which in likelihood, to be honest with you, Commissioner, it looks like it probably will. Is there a lawsuit pending? Will will the city undertake a lawsuit against the state of North Dakota for home rule charter? Yeah, there's still some ambiguity in the way that it's written. And of course, we don't know in the end what the legislation is going to look like. Um, if it passes, but we're working with our city attorney, we're looking at scenarios and, um, you know, more to come there. But my point is, as a commission, we will be vocal as a city representing our constituents and the voters in what they what they pass um, and so continue to support local control. Well, and I'm happy to hear that. You know, earlier we had uh, the, the Library Association on uh, because, you know, they've got a fight on their hands when it comes to some right. attempts to banning books. And uh, the same goes for you as a city here. I've watched far too often as people have become the targets of the legislature, and then they don't really speak out against it. So to have the city kind of unified, uh, saying, look, you know, this is what our residents asked for. This is what they overwhelmingly want. Uh, We got control of this and willing to kind of stand up for that. I applaud you for that. Well, thank you. And that that has been one issue that we're all unified on is local control. And I think, again, it's a respect for the citizens we represent, no matter what party you're part of. As far as uh, funding goes, I know that we, we've got a budget surplus. We, we've got uh, a lot of money in coffers. You talked about the the water supply, certainly an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else, what else are, are we following from the city perspective, uh, whether it's business? We're on a border here. I know that on the Minnesota side of Moorhead with the, the Chamber of Commerce, they've talked about some issues they have concern with on that side of the river, but what are you hearing from your constituents about some funding around the city here? Again, Red River water supply is probably our biggest priority, but 
I, you know, I'll do for, we have a, pri- a list of priority issues and, and the, the, the reality is that it's our expertise of our city staff and working with the North Dakota League of Cities um, that monitor all of the impacts of operational issues. Um, and we've been very successful as experts, not me, but the city staff, um, pointing out some of the ramifications and unintended consequences of legislation around special assessments, around um, some engineering issues, around some property issues, um, you know, more to come because, again, we're only at the halfway point. Um, but, you know, longer term, I, I will tell you personally, and then I brought I brought this up the legislative session, child care looks really promising. Some real solutions because of funding, that's funding opportunities that are there for some for, for some long-term solutions in the child care space, whether it's family tax care, family child care credits, um, in addition to some subsidies and other infrastructure support. So child care is a big issue as well. And that's a workforce issue, I'll remind everyone, right, that child care is a workforce issue. So excited yeah, about I- that opportunity. I'm glad to hear more people acknowledging that. <laughs> and I know right. I'm not directing that at you, but I mean out in Bismarck, because this has been a fight that uh, has been ongoing yeah. back when I was in there over 10 years ago, uh, screaming exactly. that, same, yeah. that, that same issue. Uh, Commissioner Colpack, I do have to ask because I've been hard on the city uh, as far as some of the uh, uh, the issues when it comes to some of the businesses. And I'm, I'm happy to see that there is an agreement with uh, John Boltman that was agreed upon with uh, the mayor, but I've been hard on the romantics issue on Broadway. Is there any update on that uh, that you can relay or is this still a kind of in a court battle no. as, as we yep. speak here? Still can't speak to that. Um, I will say, you know, generally at, at, a, at a higher level and in a general sense, I do think one of the primary responsibilities of a city commission is zoning and um, I'll leave it at that. Sure. Okay, well, I, I, it's not fair for me to say things and then not give you an opportunity to say, hey, here's where you're wrong, but I understand. How about when the court is settled, you come back on and tell me I'm wrong or right, all right? <laughs> you bet. Okay, Anytime. I'll, I'll, re- I'll reserve that chair for you, Denise. Uh, uh, for Thank the city you. Commissioner, Denise Kopech, I appreciate it. You stay safe out there, all right? You too. Take care. All right. Thanks. Yeah, you do the same. Uh, again, uh, Fargo City Commissioner Denise Kolpak. When we come back uh, after the KFGO news update, this issue about local control and approval voting, ranked choice voting, I got more to say about that because now uh, the Minnesota Republicans are trying to get on it as well because the Democrats are thinking about making some of these changes. Same boiler room talking points. I'll share with that or share that with you when we come back on After News Live right after this. Can't you see what that was? 